What a journey! We have explored this concept of peace for pleasure in seven spirit-filled chapters and here is a recap of what we have spoken about so far. Throughout this series, we learned about how the peace of God is a right given to us at our birth, once we become born again. We spoke about how we constantly trade our peace for pleasure on a daily basis just like Esau. We came to the conclusion that the presence of peace is a measure of the state of our identity and an absence of peace is an evidence of trade. We spoke about what creates the conducive atmosphere of us engaging in this trade and also about the cost of our trade, about how peace is not what we lose when we engage in this trade but what we willingly give away. We spoke about what we lose and how much greater and more costly it is. However, in spite of our daily trade of our birthright, in our previous chapter, we learned that there's still hope. There's still hope if you have engaged or are still engaging in your trade. We learned about how you can still break free if only you go through the process, if only you would move from the land of the Hittites, brokenness and fear, to the land of Seir, God's natural good, by passing through the land of the Ishmaelites, God will hear, read previous chapter for better understanding. Today, in our last and final chapter, we will be looking at how going through these processes will affect us in our lives, our character and the fruits we bear. Genesis 33 3-4 Then he crossed over before them and bowed himself to the ground seven times, until he came near to his brother. But Esau ran to meet him, and embraced him, and fell on his neck and kissed him, and they wept. Esau goes to hug him mind you, this was someone who was ready and fuming to kill Jacob a few years back. What changed? He was currently dwelling in the land of Seir, in the presence of God. He was satisfied and filled with the Spirit and his fruits were manifesting, most of all, the fruit of love. Esau rejected the gifts from Jacob, Genesis 33 9, they no longer had a hold on him, he was no longer moved by what he saw or by the cravings of his flesh because he was dwelling in the land of Seir, he was dwelling and satisfied with the goodness of the Lord. He was not moved by his flesh but by his heart and the Spirit. He responded in love to a thief, he responded with love to the one who robbed him of his birthright, his blessings and his peace which meant he had made peace with it and with himself. Peace was present within him which is a confirmation of the presence of the Spirit. He gained his peace back, you can get it back, he learned how to choose peace over pleasure, his identity over his cravings and his spirit over his flesh. He had enough, he was fulfilled, Genesis 33 9, and Jacob even described his meeting with him as though he was meeting with God, Genesis 33:10. Esau reflected that much of God, someone who was filled with so much anger, Spite and hatred now reflected so much of God that his traitor even admitted so and that could be you. All you have to do is to go through the processes you need to go through to get to the point Esau got to. The point where you decline what you couldn't resist, where you walk in the spirit and not the flesh, the point where your vision, focus and love for Christ would cause you to choose peace over pleasure, the point where you're satisfied and fulfilled and so rejecting the offer is easier like it was for Esau, I have enough my brother, keep what you have for yourself, Genesis 33 9. Jacob insisted and Esau finally accepted the possessions but not as what Jacob initially presented them as, but as a blessing, Genesis 33 11. Initially, Jacob's intent was to bring the gifts in exchange of Esau's favor which was in a way, a form of trade which Esau rejected. He didn't need to trade anything for anything anymore because he was satisfied in Christ. When his trader came to this realization, he no longer sought to trade with him but to bless him with presents which Esau accepted. This could be you, your ability to resist the trade you once would have engaged in would cause you to receive that same thing you wanted or even more but in a form of a blessing, 
your ability to resist sex or fornication before marriage would reap you the blessing of a successful Christ-filled marriage, filled with sex, because you invited him into that aspect of your life. Your ability to resist that unethical bribe could cause you to reap the blessing of a seven-figure job, your ability to resist the temptation of that addiction could cause you to reap the blessing of finding fulfillment in something else, something eternal and euphoric at the same time, fulfillment in the spirit. When you resist the trade, you get a better version of the same thing, you get a blessing. Though your trader seeks to trap you, it could also be the portal through which you receive abundant blessings like Esau but that's only if you allow yourself to go through the necessary processes like Esau did. And it's not easy, I know, but that's why you need the Ishmael stage in your process, the God will hear you stage, a personal encounter with him to pour your heart out to him and encounter him. To let him know your fears and insecurities, to give him the chance to rip out anything and everything in you keeping you from the land of Seir. It's not too late if you've engaged or are still engaging in your trade. All hope is not lost if you find yourself in the land of the Hittites, the land of brokenness and fear, depression, guilt and doubt. I'm here to tell you, it's not too late, God will hear you and craves for you to dwell in His goodness, to get to the point where you can confidently say to what was once your captor, I have enough my brother, keep what you have to yourself. We have come to the end of this series however our next series will be launching soon so kindly do well to join us. May God give each and every one of us the grace to resist the trade of our peace for pleasure and to find our way back if we ever find ourselves in this trade. God bless. Kindly hit the subscribe or follow button below to receive notifications or emails when the next post is up. Previous messages can be read by tapping the menu button above. Follow us on Instagram by tapping the Instagram icon below. Please like and share as well to help bless someone else. Have a blessed day. Matthew 7-1-2 Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. There's no judgment or condemnation for anyone here. This blog is to genuinely help people so if you are struggling or confused or just need someone to talk and open up to, feel free to email us at zionrestoration44 at gmail.com we are open and transparent with no judgment. We give thanks and glory to God for an impactful message. God bless.